World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, baby, I'm feeling it this morning. Hey, Johnny, do me a real favor here, brother. Get, get number three queued up and ready for me to go here. Uh, look, we got we got a lot to do here. We got to we got to read Psalm seventy four here in regards to our Liberty Action Network outreach against the forces of darkness. Government. I got so much stuff, so much that I'd pay to watch me today. I just got to tell you, and I just pray that the Lord lets us lets us get it all out because it's it's so so critical important. We're we'll talk about duty and honor to, today, responsibility. A lot of different things. But, I, but before I do that, before we, we read Psalm 74 and do our prayer here, before all of that happens, I want to play this right here. And uh, this is for those of you. Let me pause a second, Coach. Can someone out there tell me who was the government over Jesus Christ? Was it Pontius Pilate? Was Pontius Pilate over Jesus? The answer to that would be no. Jesus said, you have no power over me. Why? Because Jesus Christ was not a Roman. Pontius Pilate was head of Rome. That's like Joe Biden is head of the of the what's supposed to be the American government. He, but Joe Biden really, friends, has no power over me. He really has no power over you, other than the power that we've given him, okay? So I want to I do this right at the top of this show to make a biblical point that those who say Jesus Christ never got involved with politics and Jesus never got mad and Jesus was all loving and all caring and all of that stuff. See, that's all been by design to mute you and I, to mute us, to shut us up. Jesus said even the rocks themselves will cry out. This is about four minutes. And uh, you tell me if this is the Jesus they're talking teaching you about in your school, in your church today. Go ahead. Must. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. They're mad because Jesus just healed a man. That'd be the church. And <laughs> That'd be the church. They're mad because Jesus just healed a man. Go ahead. I can see. I can see. Who is he, Master, that I may believe in him? You're seeing him. It is he that is speaking to you. I believe, Lord. was never blind. What are we you We of the temple lying? know that he only pretended to be blind in order to earn his living. He's it's... right, he's a liar. I've known a long time, he's never been blind. And what's your story? That you can give sight to the blind. I came into hang this on, world hang to on, give hang sight. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Folks, these Pharisees and Sadducees are the government over Jesus. Do you understand this? These are the government over him. Go ahead. To those who cannot see. And to take away sight from those who can. What do you mean by that? That we who are righteous are blind. If you were blind, 
you would be without sin. But since you say we see, your sin remains. That's true! This man walks through the devil! and Pharisees, hypocrites all, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. You do not go in yourselves, nor do you let others enter. Blind guides, you strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. You bow before the letter of the law and violate the heart of the law. Justice. Mercy! Good faith! You are like whited sepulchres, all clean and fair without, but within, full of dead men's bones and all corruption. Do you see these stones, do you not? I tell you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Yours? is a house of desolation, the home of the lizard and the spider. Serpents, brood of vipers, how can any of you escape damnation? You shall not see me here again, not until you learn to cry. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. For I and my father are one and the same. There it is, baby. <laughs> there, there it is. He was standing before you. get it, don't you? You get the picture? So listen, they've been lying to you, friends. They've been lying to us about what a Christian man really looks like. Do you understand that? You understand he was... He was eyeballing the Joe Biden of his day. He was eyeballing the Supreme Court of his day. He was staring down the Merrick Garland of his day. Did you get it? You get it? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. So those who think he was just a love, 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 everybody, uh, somebody's been lying to you. Psalm 74 today, the Liberty Action Network, we are praying against unrighteous government. We're praying for righteous government and against unrighteous government. Pray with us against the Biden White House and the New World Order. And what we're doing today is our third day, thank you, Mel, and the the, uh, libertyactionnetwork.com. We are reading Psalm 74 today. Psalm 74, and Linda has agreed to read Psalm 74. So we want to read this in unison. In unison, okay? That's what we want to do. Where two or more are gathered, he's in the midst. If two agree is touching any one thing, folks, righteousness exalteth a nation, and sin is a reproach to any people. And we are not supposed to pray blessings upon unrighteous government. All right? Amen. Right? Why is the FBI still arresting people? Why are they still doing it? That's right, because we rejected their king. By the way, I'm going to get into some of that. We have a right to be able to do that. Linda, go ahead and read Psalm 74. Coach, one thing just before Linda gets going, because she's going to hit it right verse 4. It says, they set up their banners for signs. And if you look at what Liberty Mel catched, that was this year at the White House when on the lawn you had two American flags on either side of the gay pride flag. Wow, 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 wow. Right at the beginning of her action that she wrote. Show us that picture again. Can you show us that picture again, Johnny? There it is. And it says they set their banners up for sign. That's right in in verse 4 today of of Psalm 74. So just so you have that image in your mind. And by by the way, folks, you talk about the the, uh, abomination of desolation, whatever whatever you call that thing is. Can you believe that the Pope blessed homo marriages. Can there be can it be can it be anything more blasphemous than that, friends? Than what the church, the Catholics would call the vicar of Christ. 
blessing same-sex marriages. We're seeing stuff nobody ever, it's unbelievable. Go uh, go ahead, let's go ahead, Linda, bless you. Okay, oh God, why hast thou cast us off forever? Why doth thine anger smoke against the sheep of thy pasture? Boy, hang on, what a picture, what a picture. By the way, somebody got, somebody commented yesterday, I interrupt too much, folks. If you don't understand that interruption sometimes is a prompting of the Holy Spirit and to understand that I have a teacher's gift. And I understand that when I stood before a classroom, not everyone understood it until you made the point again. I don't interrupt just to be a blowhard. I interrupt to make a point. Sorry, Linda, go ahead. Yep. No, yep. no worries. Uh, remember thy congregation, which thou hast purchased of old, the rod of thine inheritance, which thou hast redeemed. This Mount Zion, wherein thou hast dwelt. Amen. Lift, lift up thy feet unto the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy hath done wickedly in the sanctuary. Amen, Lord. Lift up your feet. Thine enemies roar in the midst of thy congregations. They set up their ensigns for signs. Uh, flags. We just saw it, Craig. Just saw that flag, Craig. A man was famous according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees. Mm. But now they break down the carved work thereof at once with axes and hammers. They're pulling down statues. Robert E. Lee, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. They have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling place of thy name to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. Well, they have, haven't they? Have they not oh, done yeah. that, folks? We see not our signs. There is no more any prophet. Neither is there among us any that knoweth how long. Amen. Oh, God, how long shall the adversary reproach? No. Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? No, sir, they shall not. Why withdrawest thou thy hand, even thy right hand? Pluck it out of thy bosom. For God is my king of old. Amen. Working salvation in the midst of the earth. Amen. Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thank you, Lord. Thou, thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces wow. and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Thou didst cleave the fountain of the flood. Thou driest up mighty rivers. Yes, Lord. The, the day is thine. The night also is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Amen. Thou hast set all borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Amen. Remember this, that the enemy hath reproached, O Lord, and that the foolish people have blaspheme thy name don't forget that lord oh deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the wicked forget not the congregation of thy poor forever amen have respect unto the covenant for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty mm. oh let not the oppressed return to shame let the poor and needy praise thy name amen arise O god plead thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproacheth thee daily. Amen. Forget not the voice of thine enemies. Amen. The, tul the tumult of those that rise up against thee increaseth continually. Don't you forget that, Lord. Don't you forget the voice of your enemies. Lord, the word says you love justice and mercy. You do, Lord. You love justice and judgment. Thank you, Lord, that you do. Amen. And we call that down, Lord. We call down fire and justice upon your enemies, Lord, no matter where they might be occupying. And we, Lord, we ask that you would raise up godly men, godly men who would stand in the face of fire, Lord. Raise those up for us today, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Linda. Well done, Linda. Thank you. Okay, Thank hang you. on. Hang on. Holy Spirit's amazing, you know. For me, he is. I was thinking last night, kind of, kind of an odd moment in my own life. I was thinking, Lord, have I, Dally, is there? 
I did a lot of crazy things. Did I repent for every one of those crazy things that I did? Lord, do I have to go, like when I was a little Catholic boy, go get in that cubicle and go in there and confess to that priest stuff that I'd done? Lord, do I have to confess it all, every bit of it, Lord? Because, man, I don't want to have to stand before him and say, oh, man, coach, you forgot to... You've got to apologize for this one. My faith teaches me that it's all under the blood, all of it under the blood. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I've done more things than I could ever, ever, ever remember. And I just ask, Lord, according to your word, that as far as the east is from the west, you remember them no more. I pray that for me, Lord, my family, everybody in this queue. That your forgiveness would be deeper than we can even understand, Lord, because we need it. So I was thinking this morning as I was getting gone, uh, God, I'm looking. Hey, don't forget January 26th and 27th, we're having a men's thing here. Men and uh, Dr. Frank. I just secured a venue that we're going to do, do Dr. Frank. (laughs) That sounded awful, didn't it? We got an an event where we're going to be able to have a larger gathering for Dr. Frank. But January 26th or 27th, I'd love for them, I'd love for the men to come. I'd love for y'all to come. You can sleep on sleeping bags at sky high. We'll, we'll figure out a way for I'll figure out a way for all of you to sleep free, do whatever we have to do, cots, whatever. January is 26th, 27th. I got a lot of things going on, and I'll mention that more, but I just I secured that yesterday. So I was struck today, Johnny. Let me see here. Well, let me look at my notes here real quick. Hey, John, I want you to pull up for me Webster's dictionary. <clears throat> I was thinking about uh, that video that I played yesterday and actually the last two days where the, you know, where the FBI is putting together dossiers on guys like me. They, they get, come on, they got one on me, right? They got a dossier on me. We know they do, right? And I got to ask myself, what, what, what did I do wrong? What did I, what, what? So, John, I got it wrong here. Pull up the Declaration of Independence for me. I think I, think I gave you that one of them, didn't I? Pull up Declaration of Independence. Because <clears throat> I want to I run down to this real quick. I want to point some things out. Because, folks, look, look. Bill Dunphy, Isaac Yoder, Coach Dave, Joe Allen, whoever, Kevin Van Story, you are no different than Jesus Christ standing before the Sanhedrin. We are in that same position. We are carrying... Truth to power. And just as you saw in Jesus' day, those in power do not want to yield their power, short of death. In fact, not even short of death. They don't care. If you go against them, they are after your scalp. Are you guys awake enough to understand that? You know that the FBI is watching right now. We saw that video, how far they went back and, and copied I mean, it's unbelievable, isn't it? But I got thinking about this today. I was reading this today. Who do you serve? I, I can tell you who you serve. Whoever you fear. That's who you serve. Whoever you fear. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable Rights. That means like your skin color cannot be changed. It's unalienable. We call it inalienable. We call it a lot of different things, but un- they cannot put a lien against you, right? Unalienable. They are not allowed to put a lien or what is a lien? A claim on a property. And your gifts, your rights are unalienable. No government can make a law against them. Are you tracking here? All right. Now, to secure these rights, governments are instituted amongst men deriving their just powers. When they're unjust powers, they don't have any more powers. They derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. And that when any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute 
new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed would dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer. In other words, they'll put up with suffering whilst the evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they're accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations Pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute governmental despotism. It is the right and it is the duty to throw off such government. Amen. Provide new guards for their future. And then he goes down and he's going to list a whole bunch of things that the king had done. But you know what I was stuck on? I said, Lord. What are rights? Wait a minute. What are duties? It is our right. It is our duty. A duty is that which a person owes to another. That which a person is bound by any natural, moral, or legal obligation to pay, do, or perform. Vinny. Boom! Boom. Obedience to princes, magistrates, and the laws is the duty of every citizen and subject. Obedience, respecting kindness to parents, are duties of children. Fidelity to friends is a duty. Reverence, obedience, and prayer to God are indispensable duties. The government and religious instruction of children are duties of the parents, which they cannot neglect without guilt. A duty is a forbearance of that which is forbid by morale. Oh, my goodness. Johnny, what's forbearance? Words mean things. Forbearance. Hmm. Say, Coach, I didn't want to go to English class this morning. Well, you need to. Forbearance, the act of avoiding, shunning, or admitting. Either the cessation or intermission of an act commenced, or a withholding from beginning an act. Liberty is the power of doing or forbearing an action. Stopping an action. The forbearance of sin is followed by satisfaction with the mind. Go back to where we were, John. Forbearance. Forbearance. Stopping that which is forbid by morality. Law, justice, or property. It is our duty to refrain from lewdness, intemperance, profaneness, and justice. Are you, are you, are you here? Huh? See what's going on? We, do we have a duty anymore? We have a duty? We have a duty to a king anymore? Do we have a duty to obey unrighteous, unholy edicts? From an unrighteous king. And the answer is no. Who told you that? Jesus is the king. He's the king. Golly. The business of a soldier or marine on guard as their company is on duty. Duty. And then I thought about this, Johnny. What's honor? We could use a little more duty and we could use a lot more honor. Christian church. Honor. The esteem due or paid to worth. Now, John, sorry. What's esteem? What is esteem? See, they're teaching bombings in school today, so we don't even know these words anymore, right? Esteem, to set a value on, whether high or low. To prize, to set a high value on. 
Let's go back, John. I lost where I was. Where was I? I was on honor. I was on honor. A prophet is not without honor. A testimony of esteem. A testimony of esteem. Do they speak of you if the honor? They should. Duty and honor. The two things, see, we teach my body, my choice, my right, my, 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 and there's no honor in selfishness. By the way, that's the work of the devil. Greater love has no man than this, than he dies for his friends, not takes advantage of his friends for his own esteem. Right? Jesus said he died for you. Now you die for him. My wife and I got a notice yesterday of a, I'm going to show you my wife's, I'm going to show you the honor in my wife's heart. We got a notice yesterday of some, we don't know the person who has four children, no husband, just lost her job. And no Christmas for her kids. So, not pat myself on the back. Stay with me. Stay with me. So we went out and got we went out and got them some Christmas stuff. Four little kids under under the age of seven. And so we got all the stuff and we got all the bags and all that stuff that you do. I'm going to talk about the honor of my wife here. And uh, she's my wife's been burdened for 24 hours about how she's going to deliver these gifts to this mother. Michelle said, I can't wrap. I don't have time to wrap them. I said, just call her and tell her we'll bring them over and give her some wrapping paper, and she can wrap it herself for her kids. Well, Michelle was still troubled, still burdened by it. And I said, gone. stop it. Will you just take them over, drive by the house and drop them off? You know what my aunt said? She said, I can't do that. She might need ministry to it. That's honor, isn't it? Huh? It's one thing, one thing to stick five bucks into the offering plate. It's another when you're so burdened that you want to help somebody that you have to figure out how you're going to be able to work time in to do it. That is an honor. Julie said she couldn't hear what I said. Michelle said I might need more time to minister to her. We've lost it all. We've lost it all. And why have we lost it all? Because we don't even do it in the church anymore. Amen. Roger said he missed it again. My wife said, I said, just run by and drop the stuff off. Just run by and drop it off. Just give it to her. Be like, just be like the Salvation Army. Just drop it off. And she said, I can't do that. I might need to minister to her. So we're in the mess we're in because there's no honor, see? We have no honor. We don't even preach honor. We preach selfishness. Feels good, do it. My body, my choice. Hmm. Hey, Johnny, real quickly. What's duty? That which a person owes to another. What do I owe you, Clay? Mary Beth, Julie, Susie, what do I owe you? Because I want to do my duty. You love me. 
but something I owe to another. That which a person is bound by any natural, moral, or legal obligation to pay, do, or perform. It's my duty. It's my duty. Obedience to princes, magistrates, and the laws is the duty of every citizen and subject, provided they are under the rule of God. Obedience, respect, and kindness to parents are the duties of children. Fidelity to friends is a duty. Reverence, obedience, and prayer to God are indispensable. Can you imagine if they taught this in our schools again? The government and religious instruction of children are duties of parents which they cannot neglect without guilt. That's why we got to get back in the schools because it's your duty to give them religious instruction. Forbearance, we just did that. Stopping of that which is forbid by morality, law, justice, or propriety. We have to forbear against a thieving government. Sorry. It's our duty to refrain from lewdness, intemperance, profaneness, and justice. Our duty is obedience and submission under the law of God. Our duty is an act of reverence or respect. Do your duty. To obey is better than to sacrifice. Golly, I could go on and on and on and on. I'm going to pause in there. Come on in, Roger. I was just looking at uh, Psalm 74, zeroing in on 18, and I was just thinking of the culture in which we live. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, O Lord. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, O Lord, how foolish people have reviled your name. If that ain't what's going on now, I don't know what is. Roger, do we have a duty to defend him, defend his honor? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we don't need to take up arms quite yet, but we have a duty to responsibly, aggressively stand for the truth. It Amen. Uh, how the end, I mean, that think about what is going on in our culture the mocking of our Lord, the mocking of our King, the mocking of our Savior, the mocking of our hope. It's all around us. And then the weakness of the church not to stand at all against this, except in mercy ministries and Sunday morning. Hmm. Amen. Dave, this may be a, a good time too, just to remind people in the queue. If you are like that widow or that single mom with kids, we're here to help. We can help. Dave, don't let yourself get overwhelmed. There are others besides myself that would assist. This is the time for us to be our little fellowship, our church, or whatever you want to call us. If you need some help, let us let God use us to assist you. Amen. 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 I'm sending something to you right now, John. Pull this up if you can. I just sent it. Thanks, Roger. Um, <clears throat> Sheila Holmes just sent me this. It's a quote from, I can't even see who it was, Thomas Jefferson. Johnny's going to have it up on the screen here in a minute. When once a republic is corrupted, Dare I say it, when people refuse to do their duties or don't even think they have them. When once a republic is corrupted, there's no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. Every other correction is either useless or a new evil. Vinny, that'd be a boom. The only way you get the pus out of a boil is you got to dig it out. Boom. Now, I hate to double back. No, I don't hate to double back. I'm sensitive to the fact that Coach 
you're always beating up on the rapture, folks. I'm not beating up on the rapture, folks. I'm telling you the rapture is refusing to dig out the boils and justifying your lack of duty. Would somebody out there agree with me? It is nothing more than refusing to do your duty. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's where we are. Thank you, Sheila, for sending that. Come on in, Clay. Well, I was looking up the Webster's 1828 Dictionary definition for blessing or bless. And and one of the uh, definitions for bless is to make happy. And uh, when you were talking about what you were saying about uh, honor, a father needs to be, you know, if you if you're a Christian man, you're happy, you're blessed if your wife and your children honor you, love and honor you. And aren't we to uh, simply do the same thing for our Heavenly Father? If we want him to be blessed and happy, we have to show our Heavenly Father love and honor. And our Amen. duty is to do that. Our duty is to love. It's our duty. It's our duty. It's our duty. Johnny, pull up for me. The Declaration of Independence. I want to show you. No, no. I'm sorry, Johnny. Pull up uh, number five. Number five. Hang on. I'll get you in here. First Amendment of the United States. First Amendment of the Constitution. Again, are you looking at me? The Bill of Rights is is uh, improperly named. It should be the Bill of Restrictions. Because the first ten amendments restrict government. The first 10 amendments grant no rights. There is no such thing as a first amendment right. You have the right and the first amendment restricts the government from doing anything about that right. You understand friends? They've got our mindset backwards. Like like the government grants us rights. Like the government can tell us when we can open and close our church. Like a government can tell us when, when and where we can pray. Like the government can tell us how we give our money. Like the government can tell us. Are, are you with me, folks? Are you with me? Congress shall make no laws. Now, time out a minute. How many laws can the courts make? Zero. Courts cannot make law. A court opinion is an opinion. It is not law. Congress, who makes the laws, shall make no law regarding an establishment of a religion, transgenderism, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Hey, Clay, if they tell me that I can't pray before a football game, are they restricting, prohibiting the free exercise thereof? Yes, absolutely. If they tell me that I have to give my hard-earned tax dollars to kill babies for Planned Parenthood in violation of my faith, are they... Are they prohibiting the free exercise of my faith? Wake up! Or abridging the freedom of speech. Now, hey, sorry, the way my brain works, because I know most of you didn't pay any attention in high school. What does it mean to abridge? Because they can't abridge the freedom of speech. All right, you get two minutes here at the school board meeting. You get two minutes there. A bridge means to make sure, to epitomize, to contract by using fewer words, to lessen, to diminish, to deprive, to cut off from, or followed by of, to abridge your right to free speech, to abridge your right to freedom of religion, to abridge your right to freedom of expression, to abridge it, to tell you you can't say this and you can't say that. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of a religion, nor, what? Pull back up there. Nor 
prohibited free exercise or abridging what comes out of your mouth. The FBI is watching right now. Right now they're watching because why? They think they have the power and authority to tell me what I can and can't say. When the Declaration of Independence said I have a duty to throw off that government. And they want to lock people up in January 6 jails for doing their duty. Are you you guys see this? Or the press bridging the freedom of speech, censoring you on Facebook, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble. I went to Washington, D.C., and I peaceably assembled. I don't care what other people did. I peaceably assembled. Bill Dunphy peaceably assembled. Hey, Isaac Yoder peaceably assembled. I'm not responsible for what somebody else does. And they're going to say just because I get behind here, this this show, this microphone, and I'm a fiery speaker, and I'm trying to get people fired up to do what their duty is to do, that somehow I'm a criminal, I'm breaking the law? It's my duty! The right of the people peacefully to assemble for what? To petition the government. Hey, John, what's a redress? To petition the government. We have a right to assemble to petition the government. I have a right to peaceably assemble, even if the guy beside me is carrying a bomb. I'm not him. I'm peaceably assembling. Redress to set right, to remedy, to repair, to relieve from, to ease, to relieve. We use this verb before the person or the thing. We say to redress an injured person or to redress the injury. In other words, to make right, to remedy, to repair. And so we have the right to do what? Show up to repair a war, a, an injury we've received. It's a right, God-given right, and Congress shall make no law prohibiting it. God, is this something? And so we're serving, we are living, we are in the days of Jesus Christ and the Sanhedrin. The government no longer represents the people. We hate to say that, we hate to call it out. The FBI, I was going to put on my FBI hat this morning. Those guys working for the FBI say they're doing good things. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're trampling totally over all of our rights. And then they go to a judge who's paid for by the government as well. And where does the government get their money? They take my money to prosecute me. And they make me pay for a lawyer to defend myself. Well, I'm all over the place, but it's good. Hey, Clay, I'll pat myself on the back. It's good. Because we don't get this crap, do we? Uh, we don't get this. Hear this in your church? Pastor can't wait to comply. Your, pa- your pastor won't even speak. Again. Well, well, pastor won't even, hit, won't even talk to the mayor. Dave Allison, come on in. Or Sherry. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Thank you, Coach, for sharing. You know, I was thinking about what Roger offered the other day, how he wants to help folks. And, Coach, as you're speaking this morning, the Holy Spirit's uh, talking to me about the, the uh, bringing, uh, sowing into the storehouse. When we go out, we plant the seed. We're not planting the seed in buildings. We're planting the seed in people. Amen. That's the storehouse. <laughs> and if you're not, it, and, and we go, we, we sow the seed that it might take root. And then we might advance, bring people into the kingdom of heaven, not people into a building. Amen. Right. Amen. Bravo, Dave. Coach, I have wasted so much money, and it makes me sick. That that didn't advance the kingdom of God an eighth of an inch. Amen. But I can tell you one thing. 
when you go out and you let the Holy Spirit minister, take that and minister to a When God says, hey, I want you to go and sow a seed in this person. And when you go up to a total, total stranger and you pull some money out of your pocket and say, you know what? If the Lord has asked me to share this with you, Amen. and I'm going to give you something that was only given to me. I'm not giving away anything that was mine. It was given to me. I'm going to give it to you. Amen. The Lord wants you to know that all good things come from him. And if you want to be blessed in life, look to him in all things, and you will be able to do as I'm doing. You'll be able to go out and sow the seed. So I look at the Elsosia. What does he do? He takes what comes in, and they go out, and they minister to those in the street. Right. You know, so Dale is, he's trying to build, he's not trying to build his kingdom. He's trying to advance his kingdom. Amen. So I'm Amen. going to take my resources and give it to those who are sowing the seed in the storehouse of people. And that's going to advance the kingdom. Amen. So that's Amen, where you Dave. Put your money in that storehouse. Amen. Amen. Pay it forward. Well said. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Uh, Amen, Dave. Uh, pull back, pull up the declaration back up because I just got a text from Kevin. I want you all to see this. You would pull up the declaration because it says, uh, but when a long train of abuses, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where, 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 where does it start? But when a long, yeah, right there, midway up, Johnny, going up a little bit more, halfway, right there, stop. But look right beside the picture. But, but, but. When a long, there you are, highlight that, John. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably by the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is the right, it is the duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. And you're probably going to a church where they're reading Romans 13, telling you that you got to obey unrighteous government. Got to obey the devil. Got to obey him, coach. Randy. Coach, we have to be un untaught <clears throat> some and so much, and, and we're getting it done. We just don't realize it, but we are. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on it now. You're nailing it, Coach. Thank you. Number five of our decrees, Coach, that we speak at the courthouses, there's 17 decrees. 17 is a great number, number for victory. But number five, Coach, it says, all present and past unlawful and unrighteous precedent laws are null and void. Not really laws, Randy. They're not really That's laws. That's right. So, Coach, <clears throat> you, you think... <clears throat> We're, we're speaking that to all of the judicial system right now. This is what we're doing with these decrees. <clears throat> what is faith, Coach? Faith is calling that, that which is not as though it is. That is that which is not yet as though it is. Amen. Coach, if we don't believe what we're speaking right here, we're not going to, nothing's going to change. But if we are, if we actually speak what God is saying right now, and this is what he's saying through the Constitution, just exactly what you're saying, teaching us, Coach. If we don't believe it's going to change anything, we're, we're pissing in the wind, Coach. we gotta, we got to change our thinking. Well, we're not going to do it, Randy, if we, we don't have, think it's going to evince change. That's why. Yeah, right? Coach, we have to see this as the change. We have to not just keep talking about it. We have to go be that change. And we are by doing by going to the school boards. Boom, Randy. Doing all this. We are the change. And we have but we have to speak it or nothing changes. And, and the churches won't do it. That we don't need them, coach. We need the remnant. We just need the remnant to step up. And, and it's changing. I guarantee it, coach. We're so gonna I'm, see so the change. So I'm telling uh, I'm telling uh, the FBI, whoever else might be listening, that when I went to Washington, DC and we said we need to take it back. We were talking spiritually, something that a non-believer cannot understand. Merrick Garland cannot understand it. He has no authority over me. He is of a different kingdom. You, you guys understand that? I'm of the kingdom of light, and he's of the kingdom of darkness, and he has no authority over me if he's violating the laws of the kingdom of light. Amen. 
That's exactly what's going Amen, on. Amen, coach. Amen. Well said. Letting unrighteous men rule over righteous people. It's not supposed to be that way, friends. Kevin, come on in. Well, I just wanted to go to the wording of what, you know, you were just reading, um, you know, where it says, you know, after a long train of abuses and usurpations, it is the right, it is the duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards. There's the word guards. Okay. That indicates a job that indicates a position, a guard. So basically that's their job to guard your rights to guard your liberties okay but you you go back up again and you look at a long train of abuses and usurpation what is the definition of usurpation that'd be a good word to pull up well let's see i know what it is to usurp the power johnny are you good quick on the switch there what does it mean to usurp Undermine seizing or occupying and enjoying the property of another. In other words, taking something that doesn't belong to you. Amen. Jesus said, You have no power over me. Stop it. Will you stop it? You got no power over me. Hey, Washington, D.C., Supreme Court, sorry, you got no power over me. Sorry. Unless it's been given to you from on high. We are not anti government. We are pro-righteous government. Randy Lunsford. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're hitting it today, aren't we? The act of seizing your occupying, enjoying the property of another. They are owning your children. Hillary told us it took a village to raise a child. Now they're telling us that the kids belong to the school. They don't belong to you. Usurpation. Oh my goodness, this is this is a must keep, isn't it? This is a good one. A good one. Go ahead, Myra, then Craig. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate you. In regard to corruption and what Brother Craig was talking about, blessings and honor, and wow, what a show today. Um, Sister Tracy sent me uh this Bible verse, and it's going to be um Jeremiah. 30, 16 through 17, it is written, Therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured, and all thine adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity, and they that spoil thee shall be a spoil. And all that prey upon thee, I, thee will I give for a prey. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they call thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. Hallelujah. Amen, baby. We're going to win. We're going to win. Johnny, throw up that one I just sent you. Stand alone. Stand alone. Man, I need more time. You guys are itching to get in here. I know you are. Hold up there. Jane, this just came from Sheila. Text me. He answered and said unto them, Well, hath Esaias prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, the people who go to church honor me with their lips, but their heart's far from me. And those people who go to church, in vain do they worship me, for they teach for doctrines, the commandments of men and following the government and obeying the government. And they lay aside the commandment of God that they hold the tradition of men. Washing of pots, cups, not judging, being kind, and many other such things you do. And he said unto them, full well ye reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. Wow. Craig. I just want to uh, add to what the Dave said. I said, take your treasure and invest it on the best. It's an investment. It's an investment on the kingdom. Quit eating and your seed. Quit eating your seed. Get it in the ground. 
Go ahead. Boom. And put it to where you put to where you get your best return, just like you are if investing it in your four hundred one k. And if you're not seeing any return, then you need to find somewhere else to put your treasure. I took my treasure, you know, uh, and I put it into SavingGodsChildren.com over the last two or three months, and it's up and running. All the buttons are there, and I just wanted to encourage people that you can really make an impact. And you can really advance the kingdom if you wisely invest what the Lord's blessed you with. So that that's just my point to what Dave was saying. Amen. Amen. Quit eating your seed. Quit eating your seed. Roger, did you want to come in there? <clears throat> Remember how the enemies have mocked you, O Lord. Amen. How foolish people have reviled your name. The church would today would say. And we're going to forgive them. And let's just be kind and nice. And they yep. didn't know. But let's read down further. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Mm. Remember how fools mocked you all day long. Amen. The call was not always forgiving. Forgive, 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 forgive. They're okay. They don't know what they're doing. No. There was a call to God. Defend your name. Don't forget what they did, what they stood for. That's right. That's right. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine what happened to me if I'm in a group and they're calling my wife names, calling her a, a whatever? Calling her. Can you imagine? If they call the Lord name. Well, you don't care. Well, we don't care. We want to defend His honor. We don't have a duty to defend Him and His precepts. No, no. Jesus loves everybody. You guys are judgmental and hateful and bigoted and unbelievable. Jeff Klein and Joe. Don't you know what? We had a good morning, Monday morning. Me, the mechanic, and Ricky Miller. I said, guys, let's meet and have breakfast. It's going to be JC's Auto's Christmas breakfast. We don't, I don't do breakfast at the restaurants locally, maybe once a year or so. So the Holy Spirit moved on me that morning. We used to come in, sit down, me and Ricky waiting on the mechanic. I look across the room, and there's two boys, young boys, about 17 years old, sitting in the booth. And I looked. I looked at Ricky. I said, look there. There's my grandson. Wow. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I haven't seen that boy since last year at Thanksgiving. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. A whole year. He lives 10 minutes from me. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, Lord, what do you have me to say? Ricky opened up in prayer. Mark come in and sit down the mechanic. And I share with Mark. He looked over at my grandson. He said, you got to be kidding me. I said, he didn't know what to say to me. He was nervous. But, you know, I got up in the middle and I walked over and I said, young man, as your grandfather, I got to say this. Now, the other boy don't have a clue who I am. He said, like, and I just shared with him, what are we doing as Christians? We get things all messed up, young man. So I shared with him a little bit. And when we got done, I looked over and Ricky, we're getting ready to leave. Ricky said, I'll tip that way. Too. I'll leave a tip because I knew what he'd do. Throw a $5 bill down on the table. And the girl was nice. She was probably about 20. And I don't say this stuff to be braggadocious, but testimonial stories. I just walked, I said, Ricky, I got it. I walked over and handed her a large bill. I said, Merry Christmas, young lady. She looked at me and smiled. I said, do you have any kids? She said, two. I said, there you go. Just a little blessing for you and them kids. And she said, oh, thank you. You know, I walked out of there and I thought, it'd just be the salt and light in the restaurant. You know what Amen. I mean? Amen. Good morning. Amen. Amen. Joe Allen, wrap us up here, Joe. Coach, there was a couple of things we had to learn when we started doing homeschooling. And I was wondering what, what can teach our child, you know, to finish out schooling. One was the Bible. Second was the Ten Commandments. Third was the Constitution. If our schools made that a requirement for passage, we wouldn't be in the mix that we're in right now in this country. Well, Joe, who who runs the schools? That's the question, right? Who runs That's right. Who pays for the schools? Huh? No. Huh? Now listen, listen. The government's going to say you're an insurrectionist. It's the exact same thing they did to Jesus. They had to kill him because he was getting too close. Amen. To they didn't need him. And telling any more truth 
They got to lock those people up on January 6th. Got to shut them up. They got to lock up those people trying to save babies at the abortion clinic. Because if they keep saying it's a real human being, there may be others that are going to believe it. We can't have that going on here. Do your duty. See you tomorrow.